0: hello and welcome to live to grass i am brian naylor and i'm joined on the other line by mike refo on today's podcast we're going to be recapping the week 16 nfl slate what is going on dude
1: uh, not bad. Not bad. Uh, my uh, single game parlay was on the uh, Cleveland Jets, and I had chosen uh, Chubb and um, – <laughs> Oh, my God. Who's the other – Who's the wide receiver for him?
0: Chubb and Landry?
1: Landry. Thank you. Yeah. like Right before it got word that Landry was out with COVID. And so I'm like, F, man. that, that Like, right there. I, like – I still thought I was going to be fine because I had basically just Cleveland to win and then Chubb to get a touchdown but of course you know Chubb got the TD but I mean Cleveland just gets rolled up on and uh I got to give it I got to give uh credit where credits due I can't fan FanDuel credit my account the single game parlay because of that. I was Wow
0: sh- cuz the cuz of the covid
1: Yeah, I I was shocked. I was just like, well, that's just money lost. It is what it is. The way I look at it is that if I had bet it, it's just as if a player was to go down with an injury in practice that day. You know, it's just, it it is what it is and and crap shit happens. But yeah, I looked at my account today and I was, I was pretty, pretty astonished to see that. So um, COVID
0: insurance
1: yeah i mean <laughs> uh yeah I, I i liked it and then when, when that happened i was just like well there goes my <laughs> christmas is <laughs> there, there's my call for, <laughs> for this year so um but yeah i gotta give it to fandle that was that was pretty cool
0: i gotta imagine that's that's pretty cool because uh, most of these haven't been super bad right like the denver mm-hmm. uh, the denver thing when there were no quarterbacks it, everybody knew that on saturday at least um if they if they did they announce the wide receiver thing the day of
1: the day before i think it was uh, saturday. okay
0: wow so that is that's pretty like good
1: saturday at 5 p.m so yeah i because I, I got the notification on my phone i was just like man that's all right but i still felt good i, I felt I was like okay well chubb's gonna get a touchdown I, I would imagine cleveland's still gonna cover so worst case scenario i we'll would get the the uh 25 uh back from them but um yeah I, I was shocked when they when they said yeah insurance you're fine i was like all right man thank you
0: yeah that's pretty sweet I mean, just it, for- it's,
1: not, it's not money it's it's it is just you know a bonus how they always always do it so it's just like i'm not getting my full 25 dollars yeah back but yeah you're getting so, store credit exactly which, you yeah. yeah. <laughs> know, come Thursday, I'm probably going to have some money on it anyways. So. All
0: right. Well, we can start there if you want to. So, uh, the uh- The first game we can start with is Cleveland at the New York Jets. Uh, We both had the Browns in this spot. You had the Browns over, I believe, 47 and a half. This is a pretty stupid game. Like we were just recapping, they came out with an announcement on Saturday that none of the wide receivers, or the top wide receivers at least, would be playing. They were all in the close contact list, and so Baker had nobody to throw to, and you'd think that that meant that they would give the ball to hunt and shove more often, but they combined for 15 carries while Baker threw 53 times. So (laughs) I have no idea what the game plan is there. If they were just stacking the box, forcing him to throw or what Uh, anything else?
1: No, I mean, that's, that's basically what they were, but I I still think, I mean, it's still the Jets secondary and actually the way to, uh, but you do lose four of your starting wide receivers and, and you're going off with uh practice squad guys, but I will say, I mean, the over, I mean, the, the, the line was never going to hit at nine and a half. Once the news came up that uh, those guys were going to be out, it only went to seven. So um, if you were on the jets at that point, you, you were, you were having a good time that day, but uh, the, the over actually still had a chance if they had actually made it on that fourth and one, which I don't know why Baker's, baker's actually the one uh, doing a qb sneak just give it to chubb I, again you're right i give it to chubb give it to hunt whether well, they s- stack the box but i definitely wouldn't be giving it to uh baker to do a qb sneak but um yeah if they had gotten that then all you need is uh one team to to score in overtime and, and the over would have covered so um but it is what it is. I mean, I, I would hope that if you are listening to this podcast and you're not betting until Sunday, you would not have taken our advice after the wide receivers uh, were were ruled out. So...
0: Yeah, at that point, it, everything's you know OBE. Yeah, uh, the Jets go on to win by the way, twenty three to sixteen. So they officially took themselves out of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, and the Jags now own the number one pick. On the next game, we have San Francisco forty nine ers at the Arizona Cardinals. We both had this game as well. We were both on the card side at minus five and a half. San Francisco's defense came to play. Third stringer CJ Bethard, has made his first start since twenty eighteen. He went 13 for 22 for 182 yards and three touchdowns. So 13 completions and three of them were touchdowns. And Jeff Wilson Jr. had 22 carries for 183 yards, which is 8.3 yards per carry. This I got to say, this game still surprised me. Like San Francisco waking up and playing defense didn't surprise me. They, they usually come to play, but Zona just had so much to play for here um now they don't they don't control their own destiny in the playoff race anymore they need chicago to lose i think to green bay and they need to win next week to get in and in the process kyler got a little banged up cliff kingsbury said that he's not he's unsure of murray's status for week 17 so anything else
1: this is actually a game i actually regret putting as a best bet i mean arizona their last eight games they have i mean They've only won three, and that was against the Bills with the Hail Mary, Giants, and Eagles. I just don't think this team is, if they do make it to the playoffs, 100% going to be on their side of it because I just, this team is so inconsistent. I think that you just, all you have to do is ha- make sure Murray doesn't kill you and double Hopkins. And I think you got, I think you got the game at that point. So, um, but yeah. I, looking back, I, I thought that the end division uh, was going to be a little bit of an issue, but I'm with you. I, I just didn't think that Bethard was going to have a, as good of a game as he did. Three touchdowns, man. And what, 13 completions, you said? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just mind boggling. Like you said, Arizona had everything to play for and they just did not did not show up
0: yeah it was all about their efficiency too i think they ran 25 more plays but yeah their their yards per play were like were half of what san francisco's were they were getting chunk san francisco's getting chunk yardage on the ground and in the air and yeah everything the cards were doing was inefficient but yeah. anyways on to the maybe the most exciting game of the weekend uh miami at las vegas so miami's favored by three in the spot oh by the way uh cards went on to lose by eight so san francisco won 20 to 12 so not only did they not cover they didn't win either on to the next game so we have miami at las vegas miami was favored by three in the spot they go on to win by one i believe the score was 26 to 25 but the end of this game was nuts um two it was pretty terrible uh they were blitzing all night and he was throwing everything short they couldn't keep drives alive i think they had four punts out of the eight drives that he was the quarterback, he got benched with 9:45 left in the fourth. At the time Vegas was leading 16 to 13. The next three drives with Fitzmagic were field goal, touchdown, field goal. The late game situation was super crazy. I'm not sure if you if you were watching the game at the end. Um with a minute 55, I believe, they got a first down on the Miami 7. And so they, Josh Jacobs on the first play gets maybe two yards, has an angle for the touchdown, just drops down just past the line. So then Miami calls a timeout. Josh Jacobs again, breaks through the line, drops down at the one. And, but the, you know, so you've seen the strategy before where yeah. they're trying not to score. The problem is here is that they couldn't run the clock out. So no matter what Miami was getting the ball with like 25 seconds left, so that's a little bit of a weird wrinkle for the don't want to score a touchdown strategy anyways in classic Raiders fashion. So they went about this trying not to score within the seven yards to goal and they kick a field goal. I think 23 seconds left they kick off the first play Fitzmagic magic gets his helmet turned around on a face mask penalty. I guess roughing the passer technically. Completes a 34-yard bomb down the sidelines, automatically in field goal range. After the penalty, they kick the field goal, walk off, and win, uh, win by one. So, I don't know. I mean, it's like maybe, maybe, maybe Jacobs drops on that first play, but after after that second play, and you could score again. And I don't know. I feel like you just score there, yeah. And make them know. make them go the 80 yards and score a touchdown. I don't know.
1: You're saying that they weren't going to run out the clock; they were just going to kill as much clock as they could but why not score a touchdown instead of a field goal i don't know that was that was that doesn't point. Make, you're you're absolutely right i mean if he if especially if he did it twice i get maybe once if you're at the one and maybe that would be a new set of downs would understand that but if what you're saying is that they were first in goal they had two opportunities to actually score but he actually you know laid down yeah he dropped down twice
0: he dropped on twice. And uh, yeah, it
1: doesn't you're right. That that makes zero sense because they were down by two. Uh, they'd be up by five. It's also they, just
0: weird. It's also just weird that if you have if you're inside the opponent's 10 and you're trying to not score a touchdown, why is carr not just running in the back of his offensive line? And falling down like like, what is, you you can you can get an offensive holding. You can accidentally score if you're trying not to score in that situation. Like I, you can get a fumble like I, I just don't understand it. If you just have Carr turning around and just falling onto the back of his offensive lineman, maybe after three plays, you might lose four yards or something. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand what they had to gain. They had first and seven with a minute fifty five left. I think Miami had one timeout. And, okay, yeah, so he we'll passed on passed on two opportunities to score a touchdown to kick a field goal, knowing that it still wouldn't let them run the clock out. On the next game is a game by you, the Carolina Panthers at the Washington football team. You took the under 44.5, and, and that is a winner. Panthers go on to win 20-13, to 13, so that's a 33, and that is under the 44.5. What do you got?
1: Yeah, I was a little worried about when Carolina got out to, like, 20 points so early in the game, but, I mean, this whole... This whole bet hinged on the Haskins uh, being the quarterback after uh, his strip club or, uh, well, his his stripper incident, I guess, because he wasn't at a club. I think he was in his hotel or even his, I don't know, it doesn't matter. But I mean, it was 14 for 28, 154 yards, zero TDs, two interceptions, two sacks, um, 36 rating. Um, this Nfc east is still wide open i could go to and they let they let go haskins today so um uh, with that I, I would have to imagine that alex Smith has got to look has, has got has got to look like he's ready to go so I think that that was their whole thing but they go up against the eagles Eagles team where I don't think the Eagles are gonna uh, bow down to these guys and no i don't either uh, the Redskins are like a one one point favorite, but even with Alex I I I thought that this team has had the it's their defense that their defense shows up and their defense even showed up for this game for the most part here but yeah they they needed to get Haskins out if they can just be competent on the offensive side uh they might be able to beat the Eagles but that's the uh, Sunday night game and um It's a must win because if they don't win either the Cowboys or the Giants, (laughs) one of those two teams would would go on, which is just nuts to me. But that's where we are in the NFC. So that is where we are.
0: On to the next game, we have the Tennessee Titans at the Green Bay Packers. I took the over here at 56. This was sort of a tragedy of picking on a Wednesday when the games aren't played till Sunday. I looked ahead to the weather, and it was supposed to be 34 degrees, zero chance of snow. And then I got a text alert on my phone on Sunday morning that there is snow on the ground in Green Bay. So uh, this became a blizzard game pretty quickly. The Rodgers was still on fire despite all the snow. He went 21 for 25 for 231 and four touchdowns, one pick. Devonte Adams had arguably the best snow game in NFL history. He had 11 catches for 142 yards and three touchdowns. The next highest wide receiver receptions wise on green Bay had two. So all the balls were going Adam's way. And then some asshole named AJ Dillon snaked. He had 24 rushes coming into this game for the season. Um, he, had, he finished the game with 21 rushes for 124 yards and two touchdowns and basically made Aaron Jones, my starting running back on my fantasy team do nothing. I think the only other betting notes here are Rodgers took over the MVP lead, uh, which I actually found a little surprising. He's minus 250 now to win it uh, over Mahomes, and Mahomes is plus 220, so that was a little interesting. All right, on the next game. We have the Indianapolis Colts at the Pittsburgh Steelers. This was your last bet of the weekend. You took the over at 44-and-a-half. And that is a winner Colts go on to lose 24 to 28 Steelers came back late, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you got here?
1: Uh, I mean, got there with some big plays by both teams. I think, uh, the first touchdown after, uh, in the, in the second half for Pittsburgh was uh, one, uh, one play like 60, 60 plus yards and, uh, Indianapolis had one of those two. Uh, also Pittsburgh was able to turn the ball over in the, uh, get a red zone possession off of it. Um, but I did think that they would be, Pittsburgh would be better on third down conversions. It slightly were, uh, it was only only like four, four, four for 11, but in their past three games, it's actually better. Um, I just, yeah, I just thought that these two offenses were, were a little bit better and would, would definitely hit the 50 mark and um, got to 52. So that's all I got.
0: All right, the last bet of the weekend was was mine, but I believe I went 0 and 4 on my previous four picks, so I'm just going to count this one as a win cuz this game's going on now. <laughs> <laughs> and also, also the line moved a little bit since last time when I made oh, it. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Bills were -7 when I made this bet and last I checked they're like -111. So, <laughs> I'm taking the Bills
1: here. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just chalking it up as a win. <laughs> oh man yeah uh, that's another thing uh i we need to see if uh DraftKings actually does any of that shit too that's yeah something that would be um just in our best interest and we should be doing that anyways but it is what it is
0: yeah for anybody that doesn't know fanduel runs a promotion every once in a while where they just based on the number of people that bet on the game they jack up the spread and i believe that Going into tonight, I think the Buffalo Bills were
1: uh plus, plus. 110. <laughs> yeah, 112, 112 actually is the last number I saw. Oh, so. uh, okay, 112. So I don't know. It's a little it's a little iffy right now. Yeah. Because of the line 3 I'm just marking that as <laughs> Um just a,
0: just a couple quick notes from around the league. Uh Camara asshole, who I was playing against in fantasy, ties an NFL all-time record with six rushing touchdowns on on the friday christmas game minnesota got throttled by new orleans in that game uh team uh, tampa bay murdered detroit by 40 the next day so <laughs> i don't know what there is to write about that game other than i mean they were mercilessly heaving balls down the field when they were up 30 points i didn't know what was going on
1: but i was loving it well they 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 tom brady was benched in the second half right
0: another thing so KC doesn't cover again against uh, Atlanta. They get the win but don't cover. Uh they've now moved to 7 and 8 at the spread on the season. So they they're I mean fading KC is kind of the way to go right now. Um but they're still Super Bowl favorites by a pretty big margin, plus 190, which I found a little surprising given how they've played the last couple of weeks. I I've still been on the camp that I still think they're clearly number 1. I just don't think they've been playing well lately. Um but I was a little surprised to see the plus-190. Maybe that, maybe that's reflective of the buy they got. Uh, I'm not sure. But. Well,
1: I, I think the AFC is a lot harder to navigate. I think in the NFC, you really have two, two teams. I actually put um, a little Super Bowl pick on uh, the Saints uh, this past weekend just because I think that uh, worst-case scenario, if they do have to play KC, I could probably hedge that. Um, but it, it'll... <laughs> I mean, Casey's first outing could be against teams that are, are pretty legit. And I, I just, I, I just don't know. It, th- there's not really a team out there that Casey, uh, I, I think is a hundred percent. Like, I mean, if they have to play somebody like the Browns or Ravens or hell, it could even be a Tennessee team that, I mean, they didn't, they played them all, all right. Uh, last, uh, AFC championship, but, um, I think that they'll get the bills if they make it that far into, but I mean, they got the, yeah, I'm, I'm rambling, but um, I, I just think the AFC is just, especially if they have to play somebody like the Ravens, the first round um, that, that could be disastrous in my opinion.
0: A couple more small notes, <clears throat> Chicago throttle, uh, throttled Jacksonville. So Jacksonville officially got the number one pick in this upcoming draft. So, maybe Trevor Lawrence is going to Jacksonville most likely and uh news kind of breaking today Goff hurt his thumb uh yesterday against the Seattle and he ended up getting surgery today and is going to miss week 17 so John Wolford is going to be starting in his place so that will be that will be an interesting wrinkle in the NFC playoffs
1: that's that's big i am I'm, I'm almost positive that there's a chance the Rams don't make the playoffs if Yeah, win. there is. Yeah uh it, it's it's slight but it's it's still it's still up there so wow yeah. i did not hear it. about that
0: you got anything else
1: Nah, man we uh we got new year's coming up uh which means we'll probably uh do a uh, podcast for the uh the uh college football playoff games i don't know we may sprinkle in the, a really uh big uh bowl game i think it's the West Virginia Army game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, no favoritism in that selection. I'm just saying. Uh,
1: well, uh, support our troops, Army. There you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, no. It, uh, looking forward to that, and then uh, getting into Week 17, and then looking forward to the uh, playoffs in the following weeks. January's gonna be fun. January's gonna be a lot of fun. All right,
0: that's all we have for this week. Hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and hit us up at livetograsp at gmail.com. Take care, guys. Later.